In this episode of And in Heels, we will be talking to Juliette Kyes, managing partner of Action Coach Tampa Bay. Hello, I'm Kelly Wagner, the host of And in Heels, where women entrepreneurs share real experiences that inspire, motivate, and educate each other about navigating business and life together, knowing that our journey is our own, but we are not alone. Juliet graduated USF with a bachelor's degree in management and a minor in marketing. She joined the newly opened family business Action Coach franchise, which was founded by her parents, Ford and Barb Kyes. Juliet started with the family business as an administrative assistant and eventually grew into a talented business coach certified in February 2010. She blossomed into a skilled networker and leader in the community, becoming a St. Pete Chamber Ambassador and was named chair of the ambassadors within two years, and even winning chamber member of the year for her impact. She has been recognized as Tampa Bay Businesswoman of the Year finalist, BNI two-time inviter of the year, and member of the year. She served for several years on the event committee for making strides against breast cancer to raise money, awareness, and support for their annual walk. Juliet has been recognized by her international franchise and ranks in the top 25 globally as an action coach, business coach. Her firm was regularly in the top 25 globally recognized firms, but is now ranked in the top three to five. Juliet is now the managing partner at Action Coach Tampa Bay and will be taking over full ownership of the business within the year as her parents plan to retire. Under her leadership, her firm is launching new programs and making significant investments to expand their team to be able to serve the community in a bigger way. They are creating more job opportunities for professionals who want to become business coaches. With that impressive introduction, let's jump into today's discussion. Welcome, Juliet. Thanks, Kelly. It's a pleasure to have you here today. We're excited to learn about your journey with Action Coach. So Juliet, tell us, how did you become the owner of this business? What was your journey? Tell us your path to get there. Yeah. So as you can imagine, when you grow up as a little kid, you don't think I'm going to be a business coach one day. It's not something that even crosses your mind. So I did have a passion for entrepreneurship and was in the track of getting my business degree and was trying to figure out how do you become a small business owner because I didn't grow up around them in my family. And, you know, I took the only course in my business degree program that was for entrepreneurship, but really just found out it was about getting writing a business plan to get a loan from a bank, which really didn't tell me what to do after that. So so at the same time, my father was actually transitioning out of being the CEO of St. Anthony's Hospital in St. Pete and was exploring franchises. So they were matched, um, him and my mother, as a, with a franchise broker to Action Coach based on the fact that they were in healthcare and caregivers. And this was just a different way of caregiving instead of for people. It was for business um, and had asked me to be a part of their business planning. And when I really got to figure out what coaching actually was, because I had no idea even though I had business degree, um, I realized it was exactly what I was looking for. It was all the tools that are missing in higher education and learning how to actually be a business owner from the ground and building it so that it truly is a business, not just a job that kind of takes the life force. So I kind of convinced them to let me be a part of it. That wasn't their game plan from the beginning, um, but it quickly became our business. And um, they hired me as an administrative assistant. Uh, it's almost 15 years ago now. And working with Action Coach as a franchise, what has that offering given you as a person, as a, as a professional? 
Well, it's amazing to look back because I knew going into it, my excitement was to learn. And that's exactly what has happened. You know, I I didn't really see myself as a business coach in that sense when I started, but I did want to learn how to be a business owner. And what ended up happening is I personally got developed so much more than kind of the strategy and the know-how all of that came as as well but my own personal development and push to be better and take on things that I was fearful of is exactly what I got out of it and I still get it out of today I'll re-listen to something or hear a presenter present on the same things I read or listened to 10 years ago and I get something new out of it I'm always evolving and growing and very grateful to be in that environment So learning was a big part of that journey. And I know you mentioned to me in this next section, we're going to talk about, you know, what inspired you in your role? You know, tell us a little bit about kind of where you were when you started with Action Coach and now how that has involved you as a person today. Yeah. So again, you know, when you start and you don't really know what a business coach does or what that's really about, all I knew was that This was an education that broke it down so simply of how to succeed in business. So as someone who was fresh out of college, very introverted, you know, um, a shy, didn't want to do any networking. Yes. Yeah. I made that super clear. I'm not talking to people. I'm not networking. um, How are you going to be a business coach? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I didn't even want to do sales or anything. So um, to have that evolve over time was pretty amazing. So your idea was to be in the background. You were going to help run the business. Little did you know it was going to be so influential in changing who you became. And now you use that to form others into people they didn't even know they could become. That's so inspirational. So expanding that, tell us a little bit about your shift in belief as you were going through that journey. Yeah, I mean, from the beginning of just feeling like I wasn't, you know, smart enough, old enough, um, the right gender is a very male-dominated industry. It's it's usually like older consultants that have had all this experience and have run businesses or have been CEOs. So they and, look like bankers in suits yes, running around. You exactly. Know? Yeah. So it's a very intimidating, especially for someone that was introverted, to get out there and to talk about an industry. When we first started, they literally thought coaching was like a busing system. There was a bus called Action Coach, and that's that's all the reference they had um, until we went through the recession and then everyone lost their jobs and everybody was a coach and it was like oh the fatigue of (laughs) consultants but you know it was an industry that wasn't known I didn't have a lot of the belief in myself and the confidence coming out of college and being an introvert so to transition all of that and changing my belief systems around realizing that being an introvert was a choice those were skills that I had grown and fostered of being a listener not not being able to have conversations and create conversations so learning the skill to create small talk and to relate to people and to practice you know know, presenting and articulating myself in front of crowds. These are all things that I had to take on and have the belief to know that that was something I could get strong in, just like another muscle I had not exercised. And so my belief system really had to shift that that was all possible and to not believe in the fact that I was just a young female and no one would respect me and just get out there and start proving that wrong. Well, and you shared with me, so I, you know, I want to mention this, that, you know, you went from this introverted, inexperienced kind of college kid to speaking on a national stage. So tell us a little bit about that experience and what that has done for you. Yeah, it was really very cool. Um, This last year, I was asked to present at our global conference and action coaches, 
you know, spans over 80 countries and you think about all the different languages and business models and cultural differences and to be asked to really be an example and to present on how to really build a firm and build a team and what should a CEO do is a really amazing full circle moment to realize, you know, where I started and just being an employee and wanting to learn more about entrepreneurship to now setting an example inside my own global franchise, who's really been the leader in business coaching for ever since we've been in and, and they've they're grad they're about to hit their 30th anniversary this year so to really be an example of that in my own franchise was really like that moment of okay what's my next growth because I'm one to like take on the next challenge of growth and and how do I do that at a new level you talked about you know with me earlier on um setting goals and dreams that come from within not being influenced by what others or society wants you to do. So talk to us about that. Like our listeners are going to want to know how do we avoid that trap and how do we even know if we're in it already? How do we get out of it? But how do we know where to begin with goals and dreams and really sticking to that path? Yeah. And I think, you know, one barometer of that is to really be honest with yourself about how much time and intentionality you put into your dreams. Do you have a vision board? Do you have a list of things that you want to accomplish in different categories? Are you truly putting out there what you want to be because as I said earlier like when you're a kid that's not always the best state to determine your future and so if you don't revisit really what are your dreams and aspirations and those around you like those that you're spending your life with and choosing to grow a life with if you don't understand where they're going and what they're doing and you really lose sight of really the bigger picture that's drawing you into the future so you just start kind of going off of what media tells you or your five people you're around the most tell you or you know even your spouse tells you yeah yeah Yeah, exactly there's no real set drive to go to a higher level and I can't tell you from I've had the experience myself but I see it when I'm coaching businesses as well when they start to really get clear on you know these are the five concerts I want to go to or specific countries they want to visit how much that gets them excited to get out of their current state and to push themselves into a growth state so it's really starting with just being honest when's the last time I've really dreamed and allowed myself to dream and put that on paper because truly dreams is where all new goals come from and allow you to figure out what do I need to shift in my belief systems? What do I need to learn more about? So if you don't know how much it's going to cost to go visit a country, the likelihood of you actually figuring that through is very low because you don't even know what country and then you haven't looked into any details. So, you know, it starts with that first, the dream and the aspiration and you being clear on where you want to go allows you to actually put your actions towards that. So it's not enough to say I want to travel, pick a place, learn about it, research it, start to visualize it so it can become a reality. Exactly. Yeah, the clearer you get, the more likely you are to go towards that. I always use the example because we can all relate to, you know, going to a grocery store and being hungry and having no oh, list. That's and what, terrible. what comes out of it is like... <laughs> My cart looks like I'm 12. <laughs> I know. It's like snacks for a few hours, basically. Um, versus, you know, you're making a recipe. You're way more efficient right. to ask which aisle is this on and, and you're in and out much faster because you have that. And a lot of dreaming and that work of being more specific about dreams just allow you to map out, okay, well, where would I go and what would need to happen and what do I need to learn more about and how do I need to shift and you communicate better with people around you so typically spouses don't even know these things about each other because if you don't know they definitely don't know and you haven't had the opportunity to share those things and to start to create that together and I you know I had a moment today where I was thinking to myself I know what I don't want 
but I'm not really clear on what I do want. How do you get out of that rut? How do you overcome that thought process? Because I think we're really good at telling others or telling ourselves what we don't want, but it's really hard to get clear on what we do. So what's a process you could recommend or, you know, in all of your wisdom about, you know, coaching and planning, what's something we could do to get away from that thought yeah, process? Yeah, well, I actually had the fortunate experience of one of our conferences, we had the author of Law of Attraction, and he literally had us write a list of what we didn't want, because it is so much more <laughs> naturally, you have to kind of start there. Yeah. it's easier to pull out yeah. of what you don't want, even people you don't want to be like in your life or people mm-hmm. you've met. So starting with that list, but you have to do the second part of that exercise, which turning it into what you do want, because the fact that you don't know how to describe it is one of the challenges of why your brain isn't going there. It's a new pathway it has not even created yet. So it's the path in the grass that hasn't been paved. So of course, if you don't define it, you don't really know how to get through that path. So you have to get the words for it first so that you can truly define it. But it starts with what you don't want. That's actually a good thing. If you can even come up with what you don't want, you can start to turn that into what you do want. I say, but don't stop there. Yes. Continue on to then now give yourself permission to make a list of what you do want. So in in a lot of your trainings, you talk about RAS. Mm-hmm. And that was really enlightening when I learned how it works on a basic level. Yeah. I think of a white car. I want a white car. I start seeing white cars. But can you tell us a little bit more about that and how visualizing what you want through a vision board, through a list, through something you hang on at your desk, how that can really help you start to become clear and focused. Yeah. So RAS is actually short for reticular activating system, which you're familiar with because we talk about it. Uh, but it's really that filtration in your brain. We are, we are There are so many messages, so many things that pass us all the time. Uh, there's been a lot of cool science around, you know, you don't even see things right in front of you if you're not looking for it. So that's why setting your RAS is so important. And what's great about it is it's free to do. It's just being intentional about using that to your advantage. And you can do it as many times a day as you want. Uh, But certainly we see that, you know, setting your RAS at the end of each day for the next day is extremely powerful because you know you're going into the next day. You even know some of the things that are coming in the next day. But in order to fill in those white spaces in your calendar with things that are truly matter and are connected to a dream that then is connected to a goal and something that you really want to act on because it's a future state that you're moving towards. You've got to be clear about that before you enter your next day. Um, It's amazing how the subconscious works when you get clarity and how powerful it is to figure it out. Even while you're sleeping, you know, it's figuring through how you're going to find that or what piece of paper you need or who you need to talk to. Um, So really doing that. And there's so many things with your team too that you can really start thinking about how do you get their RAS more clear each day. Uh, But it's a powerful tool and it's already happening. That's a scary thing though, (laughs) is that RAS gets set whether you're setting it or not so So is it happening by accident or are you controlling exactly so it's happening yes so what's an activity someone could do before bed to intentionally reflect on their goal and then set their RAS. So in your dreams and your subconscious, when you wake up the next day, that's what's forefront. Yeah. So the ultimate, ultimate practice, best practice is to have your affirmations, which are a series of I am statements. The most powerful words we can say in our own language is I am because it's just the law that we listen to. And it's the thing that we say in our brain quietly. If you're like, what voice is it? It's the voice that just said what voice? And it's saying, you know, I am tired. I'm overwhelmed. I'm exhausted. I don't want to make yeah, it's all of those things. So yeah. getting affirmations that you repeat back to yourself that are again, it's the what you do want, it's where you are going, it's what you want to have in your dream state. 
it really checks your brain back into creating and in that pathway that is not there yet so that you are reminded on a daily basis before you go to sleep when you wake up because it's it's how you end your day but it's also how you start your day Um, and that really starts to guide what actions you take that day I love that so going to bed at night how simple and how easy anybody with a pen and a piece of paper could do this sit down and tell yourself how proud you are of yourself, that you're enough, that you're a success, that you're on target to meet your goals and go to sleep with those intentions every night. What a beautiful way to wake up in the morning to think that's the last thing you heard and what a powerful way to start your next day. So thank you for that, Juliet. And then one thing we want to talk about is comfortable and uncomfortable. So, you know, what are those things that happen to us that make us uncomfortable And we pull back because we think, oh, that's bad or no, is it really good? So tell us, tell us about your philosophy on that. Well, it's funny because um, I still remember when I first learned about perturbation, which is what we call it in action coach. It's a state. If you think about it in terms of water, you know, when water turns to steam, it's just that one extra degree to 212 and it's completely changed its state so much so that it can power a train. It's pretty powerful. Um, But the same thing happens in us. And it's, it's I always related as like the fight or flight butterflies. And I always thought it was like a danger runaway thing. Uh, But when I really started to learn about perturbation, it helped me realize that that's just a state of growth. So actually feeling that means that you are on the edge of something new, that it's almost that like nervous excitement and choosing excitement instead of fear as what you label that feeling. Um, And I'll tell you, not all breakthroughs are, you know, magic. They can show up as breakups, break aparts. Some things need to kind of be reshuffled or redone in order to get that new result. Some people you need to part with in your life or, you know, stop doing things that you've been doing for a long time. And that's all part of what creates that angst because you know there's a major growth about to happen. Um, So for me, it was really, again, a belief system shift of being excited to find the next thing that kind of scares me. Um, And it's funny, you know, how vision and dreams are described as it should scare the crap out of you. Like if it's not scaring you, then it's probably not big enough. Then you're probably not thinking big enough because that is the sign of something that's going to push growth. Otherwise, it's truly just your comfort zone still and you're still doing the same things. Even if you convince yourself it's different, um, you'll probably be frustrated, which is what that definition of insanity is. It's just doing the same things, feeling like it's different, but it's really not. So one parting word of advice you'd give. So I am looking ahead and I'm a business owner and I have a loose goal or no goal or I kind of know or I'm using general words like I want to travel or I want to grow my business. What could you tell a business owner today to go home and do with that pen and paper, those free tools that we all have laying around our houses and start to do so that they can actually accomplish their dreams? What would that word of advice be? Um, I think that, you know, if it if it's something there's a fear there or an uneasiness about getting your dreams down and really just even spending the time to invest in yourself to dream, that that's what you need to push through. If you already have dreams and you haven't really articulated that into specific goals and what you need to be learning in your personal development plan and that's what makes you uneasy, then that's what you need to do next. Really, whatever is making you kind of uneasy as that next step to getting clarity about your dreams to the place where you could get them into goals. Yes. Write it down. Like get it clear. I think, you know, and I don't know if you've practiced this, but the more I write 
it may not make sense at first, but then when you go back and read it and you keep writing, eventually kind of the truth comes out or a repeated message comes out or a consistency comes out or you realize, gosh, in my mind, it didn't sound that way. But when I put it on paper, it did. So, you know, start with dreams, then transition those to goals. And then how do you make sure you're going to do those? What What's that one daily practice that you do that you say, this is my goal this year and I'm not giving it up. And this is what I know I have to do every day to accomplish that goal. Yeah. Daily rituals are extremely important. We talked about a few of them. One is getting those goals down into, and you have to remember learning because learning is an important part of doing something new. Mm, and if you don't that. learn, then really the actions are gonna, and your plans that you create from those goals are the same. It's the same stuff because you haven't learned yet. So having a daily ritual of learning, um, having that clarity about what actions am I taking that most important five things for the next day so that you're really clear about what out of that plan and those goals do I need to do in the next day that's going to move this forward. And then the affirmation come in from a sense of, you know, who do I need to be on this journey so that I'm not sabotaging it with mindset. I have all these great actions, but I'm not falling through because my mindset still says I'm an assistant. I'm, you know, a plumber or I'm, you know, I'm a builder. Like I'm not saying I'm the CEO and I need to be doing CEO work. And what does that look like? I'm the visionary. So those affirmations have to support the actions that you're making on a daily basis. Juliet, you have been inspirational, motivational, and educational. Thank you so much for being on our show today. It was a pleasure having you. Yes, thank you for doing this. It was a lot of fun. If you enjoyed this episode of And in Heels, share it with a female entrepreneur who is seeking the life they set out to live when they started their business. It's the stories from women just like them that can lead them to find their own path. In the next episode of And in Heels, we will be discussing a spicy topic. Whose responsibility is it, marketing or sales? If your company has two departments, marketing and sales, you are missing out on growth and opportunity. The word smarketing really demonstrates how these two departments should be treated in a modern business as one fabulously united department. We'll explore just how marketing and sales should unite into one becoming collaborative partners so your business can reach maximum profits. Smarketing can change your business and maximize your profitability. Join us on our next episode because you deserve to begin living the life of your dreams. And just remember, women can do anything and in heels.